right, hear ye, hear ye. Welcome to the Flawed Logic Podcast. This is officially episode six of the Flawed Logic Podcast, presented by Branded Sports. Uh, that is thebrandedsports.com. They're fantastic. Check them out. My name is Joey Boats, a.k.a. Joey Bags, a.k.a. The Gas Pump, a.k.a. The Human Backdoor Cover. Joined always by my partner in crime, Walsh. Walsh, say what up to the people. People, how we doing today? Thanks for having us again. Yeah, I mean, it's been a week. We had a we had a week of podcast. We had a break before that. Um, it was a well deserved break after four episodes. I would say, much needed. I almost needed another one after just that one episode we just did. I think that should be our thing. We just we just like do a full podcast and then we wait a week and then we say, you know, well, we can't do it this week or whatever. We worked too hard the week before. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so we got a couple things on the docket today, okay? Normally, we do our uh, drafts, and we do have a draft this week. The draft this week is going to be uh, most hated phrases. So these are phrases like, you know, uh, you know like certain things that people say that you look at, and you're like, eh, that's not true. Or, like, I would even include, like, you know, they say, and then insert, insert, insert. Like, those type of phrases that you hate. We also have some news tar- uh, topics, and we're also going to go back to arguments. So bar arguments, we're going to do a couple of those. Love me some arguments. Yeah, so we're going to start off. We're going to get right. Actually, uh, before we go into anything, I mean, are you doing anything? Uh, have you watched anything? you seen anything? What are you doing lately? So uh, not too much going on in my life right now. One thing that is driving me a little nuts, I'm a little tired today. Our neighbors are doing construction. Okay. Um, and so they decided to do construction at 7 in the morning, which drives me fucking nuts. And I want to go and complain to these guys, but the problem is, is that they're Russians who are by far the scariest white people on the planet. Oh, absolutely. I mean, have you, have you like walked over, tried to say anything or what? No, oh, I, I try to build up the courage and I end up just saying, hi, oh, you guys are doing a great job. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing really you can say to Russians or whatever outside of the uh, whole miracle on ice. No, of course, but I don't want to bring that up. Cause then I'll be hanging from my balcony. No, absolutely. I agree with that. I, I wouldn't do it if I was you either, but all right, we'll get it ready to um, actually, you know what? Actually, I was, uh, have you ever played um, PGA 2K21? I haven't yet. What's going on with that? All right. So I just bought PGA uh, 2K21. For people who know me, not a gigantic video game guy, but for some reason or another, I love fucking golf games. I went from uh, Tiger Woods to fucking Mario Golf on GameCube, and I just bought this PGA 2K21. Fair warning to anybody who buys this game. If you're a fan of golf simulations, I mean, you got to buy it. It's the only one out there. But I'll tell you this, dude. So have you played this? Uh, I haven't, but I, I've had, I know my buddies have, and I'm a big, big fan of the old-school Tiger games. Yeah, dude. It, well, the old, well, here's the thing. It's just as good as the old-school Tiger games when it comes to, like, gameplay or whatever. But I'm creating a my player Now, I have a long history of my players when it comes to, like, NBA 2K, and it's the same game developer. It's 2K making this game. Dude, I just found out I was playing it last night. You can't fucking increase your player's attributes. What? That makes no sense. Yeah, dude. Like, the guy that you create right when you start the game is the guy who you are. The only thing you can increase, like, you win tournaments, you gain, like, XP, all that type of stuff. It's not actually XP. You just, like, you have the ability to buy, like, new clothes. If you win, like, fucking five tournaments... With like an Under Armour scholarship, you can buy like a bucket hat. So you can't like, so you can't be like, I, you know, do you start off as like a 60 and you can't work your way up to like a 99? Dude, no. 
it was the most upsetting thing. It was the most upsetting thing I've ever. I've I've had my players in NBA 2K for like years, dude. And that was like the best part of it. You can make a guy like nasty, but you had to start up for something. I remember I bought um, uh, Mario Party. No, it was Mario Kart for like the Wii. Yeah. And when you buy it, it comes like all the courses and all the drivers are already installed in the game. And I remember like playing it and being like, oh, okay. And I just brought it right back. Like I want like a little bit of a challenge. I want you to like, I want to strive for something if I buy a fucking game. Oh, absolutely. Uh, my player, Mario Kart, would be a great idea. But, no, they, uh, but they have that? No, they have it, but like it's like it's called a me. Where you can't manipulate much. It's just like this round-headed like douchebag that like you can choose. If you have like black hair, you can make your guy have black hair and like brown so, eyes. You can make him brown it's like, eyes. It's, that's about it. Yeah, it's like the wee bowling guy that you can make. Those guys are always hilarious too. But the other problem I heard about PGA 2K was like when people were starting up playing, like do you have to unlock players in order to to play with them? Say if you just want to play against your boy. Because what they were saying is that they were forcing you to like to like play with your my player right away. Well, here's the here's the other kicker. So there are twelve PGA pros in the game, and like I said, big golf video game guy. I was excited. You can play as twelve golfers. Obviously, not t- Tiger's not in it. You can't play as them. They're in the game. So you have twelve PGA Tour players in the game. You can't oh, play as any of them. That is horseshit. So you yeah, you so- put. I so I can't be like Justin Thomas versus like Bryson DeChambeau just playing against my buddy. No, you can play Justin Thomas and you can play Bryson DeChambeau. You can't play as them. The only That's, person you could play as is the guy that you create right when you start up. Oh, that is so fucking stupid. That it's so no fucking sense. dumb. I absolutely hate that because I mean some of my favorite, you know, I because back in college we used to play all the time. Where you could play with, like, of course, it couldn't be Tiger because that's cheating. But you would just, like, you know, get a quick 18 in with your boys, whack a few beers for a pregame. That yeah, was it was the fucking best time. You couldn't play as Tiger. It was like playing as, like, Brazil and, like, FIFA 2008 or something. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, just yeah. you just couldn't do it. But at the same time, though, you'd like to play as, like, a certain amount of go- Like, you can't play as Tiger, obviously. By the way, on this topic, if you're Tiger Woods, right, I'm assuming there's rights or some EA probably still has the rights to Tiger. Nike's not in the game, so I'm assuming, like, Nike still has the rights with EA or something. It's all boardroom type. It's all suit shit. But if you're Tiger Woods, right, and you did have the rights to choose anywhere you wanted to be, and 2K came up to you and was like, listen, we're making this new golf game. It's going to be the only golf game out there. Uh, we need your rights. Would you be in it if you're Tiger? Uh, I think that's out of his hands. I, I think Tiger's more worried about trying to go win a Masters right now. That he's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I know I dominated the video game industry for years. If they, just because EA just wants to stop making it and 2K wants to take over, I could care less. Let the lawyers deal with that. Well, that's a, but if you're Tiger though, and like 2K comes up and they're like, hey, like we need you in this game. If you're Tiger, it's kind of like fuck off. I was the franchise before you guys came along. Exactly. Well, granted, but they, they dropped Tiger even before 2K took over. Yeah. After his whole incident. The whole Elon Woods back, I think it was like 2000, uh, maybe 2009 or whatever, where she was like trying to attack him with a 9-9 outside of his house when he was like fucking spilling blood in the fucking front of his. Yeah, that was a crazy story. But like after that, like they gave him up. But he was still in the game, I believe. Actually, don't quote no, me on that. No, I don't think he was. I think they yanked everything from underneath him. But you think EA still has the rights? 
I don't know, to be honest with you. I mean, my guess would be yes, and that's why, and they're going to be the biggest dicks ever to give up those rights. Um, but yeah, it's pro- it's all back end shit, back office shit that we don't know about. But I would say rights aside, right? We're just putting ego at the forefront here. If you're Tiger Woods, 2K comes up, we got a new game. Are you? If you're Tiger Woods, are you taking that offer? Are you going to be featured in this game if you're not like the face of it? No, that, the only way I accept it is if it's called Tiger Woods Golf and I'm on the cover. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's the only fucking way. No, yeah, I'm not taking a backseat to fucking Justin Thomas. Yeah, you fuck that. You kidding me? Get the fuck Espe- out of here. Especially if you can't play as Justin. If you can't play as Tiger, I was like, fuck that. I'm not going to be. Dude, my guy's named uh, Fabrizio D'Antonelli. They call him Italian Ice. <laughs> oh, I fucking love that. Yeah, he's a monster, dude. He's a monster. But all right, listen, do uh, you have anything uh, you want to start off with? Any like uh, video games you're playing, any movies you're watching, anything like that? No, you know, actually, you know what I have been watching is a little docu-series on Hugh Hefner. It's okay. fucking, it's very interesting, dude. Um, basically, just shows you how he started a Playboy. And so his big first purchase, and I didn't realize this, that the first naked woman on Playboy was uh, Marilyn Monroe. Wait, Really? Yeah, exactly. And so that's what that's what got everyone. Marilyn Monroe was the hottest chick in the streets back in the day. Yeah. And uh, I guess he bought like the rights of some picture. Some guy had a nudie of her, and he bought the rights of it. And that's how the whole Playboy thing exploded. I'm, I feel like that would be an avalanche purchase. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was cool, too, because you get to see like how he builds the brand of Playboy. It's, it's a little similar to like what Dave Portnoy is doing at Barstool. It's like you could see like how it started as like a small little shop in their house and how they kept growing and growing. And now they're just a huge fucking empire. I would say if would you? Like, I, I know a lot of people are like, oh, Hugh Hefner must have the best life ever. Best life ever. I mean, that guy's like eighty years old. You have a bunch of like twenty-four year old smoke shows with fake tits. Or do you like? Do you want that? Uh, yes. <laughs> but no, if you no, but like put yourself in his shoes, in his slippers. Uh, I'll put it that way. Like. 80 years old. I'm sorry. Uh, fuck yes. If, if you're 80 years old, you want to be surrounded by 24-year-old hot chicks. At that point, it's like, dude, you can barely get up the stairs. Absolutely, but they still take care of him and everything like that. You know, if he does, if he works up enough energy to want to have sex, he gets that sex. He's dead, by the way. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, what is he having sex for, like, 30 seconds? It's like, is it really? Like, he, like I said, he can barely get up the stairs. Better than my 17. No, that's, that is true. I mean, it is what it is. To his, to his their own. Yeah, exactly. But, all yeah, right. I mean, that's about it. That's all I've been really doing. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really been doing much either, so we'll get into uh, some news stories. So, listen, we try not to get into, like, politics on this. Pro- like, the main thing when we started this was, like, we wanted to give people an outlet to get away from politics. Sometimes you can't avoid it. All right, it's Thursday. Yesterday was Wednesday. Yesterday marked the start of the NBA board cart. Uh, reading the news story, the remaining teams in the Disney World bubble held a meeting after all six NBA teams scheduled to play on Wednesday, boycotted games to protest the shooting of Jacob Blake in Wisconsin. It was another shooting, another unarmed black man shot by police. The boycotts began when the Milwaukee Bucks did not take the floor for game five of their first round series against the Orlando Magic. Since then, it's been reported that both the Los Angeles Lakers as well as the Los Angeles Clippers voted to boycott the remainder of the season. You got any thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, look, I I don't have an issue with it per se because clearly this wasn't just a decision made by the players. Like, you know, the ownership's getting involved. Um, and, you know, I would never tell an owner how to run their team except for the Red Sox, of course. 
But, you know, you know, look, if they want to do it to protest, you know, that's their right, you know, go for it. But do they really think they're making a fucking difference? I don't think so either. But like the way I see it, and I like – like I said, I don't want to get too far left or too far right, but the way I – it's like, listen, make no mistakes about it. The NBA is a – it's a black league, you know. It, it is. It's an African-American run league. Well, not run league, but it's an African-American league. And if you have this many people, it's not just a team this time. It's not just an organization. It's an entire league. You know, this is essentially well, an industry. It's not, it's not the entire – well, it's not the entire league. It's only three teams right now. But, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, they're contemplating it. And here's, here's the only issue I have. Like, if there are that many people that feel that strongly about a particular issue that I really can't really speak on, I don't have any, you know, experience with it, like, I, I can't really speak on it. If there's that many people that feel that strongly about something to the point where they think that is the best social demonstration, I have no problem with it. The problem with it, I have with it is if you do this, if you boycott the league and you end the season, Okay, which is fine. Absolutely. I, I have no, I, I can't argue that. The problem I have is you can't go back on it because that I, ruins everything. A hundred percent. You can't just toss out the threat without actually acting upon it. Well, I'm not even saying you can toss out the threat. You get your, your Twitter. But if you actually go through and you say, all right, we're all boycotting. Absolutely. And like there's this talk about ending the league. You have to go through with it. You can't come out a week later and be like, you know what? Like, we're not going to let racial injustice stop us from pursuing, you know, a playoff run. You can't do that. If you boycott and you say we're done with the season, good for you. That's good on you. I have no argument with it. But you can't go back on it. You just can't. No, I agree. Again, again, I, I, I think you said it very well. And but like, um, you know, and I, I support. You know, it's their right to do whatever they do. I just don't think it's making a big difference. And you go on Twitter and you see the two complete opposite sides, the people freaking out over because they're doing this and the people saying, I think that this is makes a huge difference. Both sides are equally as dumb in my mind. Um, I really don't see how not playing a basketball game is going to help, you know, do anything with social awareness, but sorry, I take that back. It's going to help with social awareness, but actual solve the problem of police brutality in these, you know, neighborhoods. I don't see how it's going to do anything. Well, that's the thing. And I feel like we have to walk a tightrope when we talk about this stuff. But a lot of these changes, they're not really changes. They're just like, it's all symbolic. It's all like, oh. take down this statue, do something. It's like, at listen, I'm not saying that those statues shouldn't have been taken down. I'm not saying that like they should be playing this game. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying symbolism is wasted. What I'm saying is, like you said, I don't know if, really, if it's really doing anything. But if you do it, you got to stick to it because if you don't stick to it, then all it is is symbolic. Yeah. I mean, when I first originally heard this, the thing I, the thing that came to my mind was how cocky of a move by the bucks to be like, eh, we're just going to forfeit this game against the magic. We'll come back and beat the shit out of them the next game. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's where I was like, okay, throw your balls on the table. If it was yeah. a team, like, like if it was uh, uh, the Philly, like last week against the Celtics, when they were just getting clapped, basically like three games to nothing and they pulled this, I'd be like, okay, fuck off. But the fact that it's like the Bucks, LeBron, he's aging. He's not going to get another shot at a time. I mean, he, he will. I mean, he's LeBron. He's going to figure out, uh, figure out another way to get to the finals. Maybe next and he has Anthony uh, Davis though. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So he's got time, but it's like, he's aging dude. He's getting up there. 
So it's like, if you're going to take this stand, I mean, I'll give him credit. I mean, that's kind of a ballsy move. He's putting his, like, uh, legacy on the line a little bit. No, he isn't, because at the end of the day, he's getting PR points, and he'll go just – he'll pull, like, a Colin Kaepernick. Well, he'll go sign a 10-year deal with Disney for when he's done and go make some racial justice movies. So he's not put, really putting his balls on the line. He's actually – again, not for this. I, I, If he wants to protest, that's fantastic. But you got to admit, LeBron's a fucking idiot, especially when he was talking about China. He has no I, idea what he's talking about. He barely has a GED. I will say the fucking hypocrisy on the China situation is a little ridiculous. And I remember somebody was calling out. I think it was uh, Ted Cruz, by the way, is a fucking idiot. But I think Ted Cruz. He, he looks uh, disgusting. He looks he's he's gross. Disgusting. He's like the grossest looking human being of all time. <laughs> but he was having an argument against, um, I think it was, uh, who's the, uh, the Mavs on a Cuban. And like they were talking about a uh, they were talking about hypocrisy, and then Ted Cruz brought up the whole China situation, and then um, uh, Cuban was like, "Well, I don't think that that's a social justice issue. I try not to get involved in other countries, like in, in foreign politics. It's like that's not a social justice issue, dude. They're shipping people over to uh, a fucking and basically concentration camps to go do manual labor. It's like, that's not a social justice issue. What are you talking about, dude? No, exactly. Not to mention Nike, you know, making all this money off of child labor over there. But, but again, not, not to get away from the point and start diverting into China. Cause I feel like that's what a lot of people do. Look, if they want to protest, be my guest. Um, it's one less thing that I'm going to lose money to my bookie too. So what you got to do, whatever you guys got to do. Yeah. If they're losing money, you're actually saving money. Exactly. So that's, that's the way to look at it. It's the best way to look at it, realistically. Yeah. Although I got a little hot yesterday with with uh with, on baseball. But, you uh, got? I took the socks under. I took the um uh who the uh, uh Tampa Bay over the Orioles, and then I parlayed um Kansas City with Colorado. Kansas City was up five to two going into the ninth inning, uh, one out, and they end up losing five to six. Two, speaking of the fucking Sox, dude, they were they were saying the MLB was going to protest. If they're going to boycott games, Sox should just show up. Take wins when you can get them. Dude. Yeah, exactly. Seriously. Like at this everyone, point, everyone already thinks Boston's a racist city as it is. Might yeah, as well just, just, just take, lean into it. Yeah. Take your wins when you can get them, dude. We can take them yeah. in. I'll take whatever we can get at this point. Jesus uh, Christ. Without like delving on everything, too, at the end of the day, again, if you guys want to protest, go for it. I have nothing against that. But realistically, all I want, I just want sports to be back to normal. That's all I fucking want. I just I want to be able to sit down and watch sports without having shit getting tossed in my face. I know. Sports used to be like that one thing that was like untouched. And I know that like when you say that, people are like, oh, well, dude, sports are a It's like, not really. Like, remember ESPN used to go there for, like, highlights and stuff. Now it's just, like, a 24. I mean, it's all the 24, uh, 24-7 news broadcast. It's like they got to fill time. I get that and everything. 100%. Like, yeah. So I, I can't rip on it. But at the same time, it's like, can we just get back to just watching? Like, I just want to see somebody get, like, fucking dunked on. I just want to see somebody go over the top, catch one in the back of the end zone. Like, I don't need any of this, dude. Exactly, exactly. But hey, whatever. That, that that that's the situation we're in. And um yeah, I mean, what are we gonna do? We just I just gotta enjoy baseball now. And football's coming back, so I'll be all right. Football Don't worry is about me, back. folks. Don't worry about me, folks. I'll be all right. Football listen, football is coming back, but I don't know if Earl Thomas is coming back. How'd you like that segue? Oh, that was smooth. So Earl Thomas, the Baltimore Ravens are abruptly parting ways with seven-time Pro Bowl safety Earl Thomas two days after an on-field altercation 
with teammate Chuck Clark. Who the fuck knows who that guy is? This was all time second- name though. Great Chuck- name, Chuck Clark. Chuck Clark's an all a great name. Chuck Clark's a savage name. But I mean, yeah, do you know? Absolutely. Do you even know what position he plays? No, I, I didn't know he existed until you just said his name. Exactly. Fucking Earl Thomas made this guy famous. So, all right. So, basically, this was the second fiery exchange with a teammate uh, for Thomas, who was confronted by nose tackle Brandon Williams after a loss to Cleveland 11 months ago. Thomas also missed or was late to several meetings throughout his 17 months in Baltimore. I mean, what do you think about old Thomas? I guess uh, the Dallas Cowboys are taking a look at him, and what do you think? Well, did you hear what he said, why he was late to the last meeting? No. He said because, quote-unquote, he was getting his car wash. Which what in my in my mind definitely means he was getting a blowjob. There's nothing else. There's yeah. nothing else I could think of than that he was just dropping a quick you know innuendo and say, oh yeah, I was getting my car washed. That's definitely slang, and he like let it slip. But just the fact that car wash actually exists as like something yeah. that you would actually be doing at that time. He's like, oh, you said you were getting your car washed. Like, oh, I was getting my car washed. He was getting his pole wax, basically. Yeah, basically, he's getting his pipe cleaned. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking funny. Yeah, and by the way, this also comes on the heels of the fact, I guess uh, recently, so I, the other day or whatever, remember that whole situation with his uh, his wife caught him, like uh, she like pulled a gun on him. He was having a, uh, a three-way with his fucking brother. He was having a threesome with his brother and some other chick. His wife came to the house and just started waving a gun, like chasing around the house. The cops got called. They both came out to the front, like cops pulled guns on him. And what the fuck's going on? And that girl said to do... Uh, to show up in court for domestic uh, violence disputes. Here's the question I have. Who the fuck has a threesome with their brother, dude? It's you like a, took, is that a weird move? You took the words right out of my mouth. Out of all the weird things that go on in that story, having a threesome with your brother by far is the weirdest fucking move. That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard of in my life. Are you that comfortable? Oh, my God. I used to sleep in the same room as my brother growing up, and I hate him. I can't even imagine having sex with the same girl at the same time. Yeah, you can't do that, dude. Especially, yes. like, not even che- – he's cheating on his, like, fucking wife on top of that. And that's the least weird thing about uh, the whole situation. You can't have sex with your br- – you know, I, listen, I know you know your brother more than anybody else you're going to know in your entire life, essentially. But, like, you can't be – like, that's just fucking weird, man. That's so funny. That's, like, next-level Patrick Bateman – you know, flexing, looking at the mirror while you're having sex, like sociopath. Yeah, dude, listen, I think it comes down to this. Guys are a little bit too comfortable. Have you ever been to, like, the, like the shower, like a, like a gym, or like a, the YMCA, the fucking – guys are way too comfortable being, like, fucking hanging it out. Oh, absolutely, especially old fat guys at the gym. They don't give I will a say fuck. The, nah, they, well, they've seen too much shit. They're grizzled vets. But I will say – I hate public showers. They fucking skeeve me out. I can't stand them. Dude, everything about it. They're so gross. Even like the, if, I feel like, you know, you get the flip flops you got to wear in the shower that they don't do anything. I feel like they're like, you know, the two ninety nine flip flops that you buy at CVS are not going to protect your feet from fucking gonorrhea. Oh, see, that's the thing. I'm already ahead of that. I don't, I don't wear the, uh, I don't wear like the flip flops. And everybody's like, "Oh, you're not gonna wear the flip flops in the shower." You barefoot it. I barefoot it. I barefoot it. Oh my god. I barefoot it. But here's the deal. Like you just said, I mean, what's the difference between me wearing those flip flops? The water's still gonna accumulate to that level where I'm still getting all like the the fucking semen or whatever's on the floor. I'm still gonna get it on my feet. So why would I spend an extra two? And by the way, that's a hassle to bring flip flops into the uh, shower and shit. 
Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you a little story, and hopefully this scars you from never going barefoot into a public shower again. Do last I want to hear this? Last time I was in the gym, some guy took a shit in the shower and just left it there. He left it there and walked out. Well, that guy has a mental disability. I mean, this like what the hell is going on? The guy took a shit in the shower. Maybe, maybe he said too much protein. I mean, that is no, that's inexcusable. You can't do that. No, yeah, people were pissed. People were real fucking pissed. I would but that's why. So. I, that's why I just I just avoid them in general, dude. Public showers are the grossest place. I give me a porta sex in a porta potty over having to take a shower in a public shower any day of the week. Dude, there were some people. I I, I go to Planet Fitness, not bragging or whatever. There were some old people that would just like. There's this old dude that used to just chill there. I swear to God, because I go at different times because I work odd hours. So I'm always working like different like different days. I work different hours. So I'm there at like every random point of the day. This guy's just in there like 24-7. And there's a time of day where he like literally he has no towel on. He'll just shave. And, uh, <laughs> he'll just shave in front of them with like no fucking towel on. He's just sitting there God. just shaving or whatever. Like to have that. God, God, that I, hope you're, I hope you're talking about his face. No, no. I mean, listen, God knows. Maybe I went at the wrong time. This guy's shaving his face, obviously, but, like, he has no towel on. He's just sitting there. Nothing bothers him. Imagine that that sort of confidence. And, by the way, I'll say it, not much to be working with down there. Nah, yeah, exactly. But it, he oozes confidence. Ladies love confidence, though. And apparently guys that hang around uh, gyms 24-7 a day. And this guy must be getting laid in spades. Yeah, <laughs> probably in the showers. <laughs> I mean, as I'm done with this fucking guy, and this, I, I'm telling you, dude, I, I can't do fucking uh, men's. Because here's the thing: if 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 you don't like, if if you if you decide to wear a shower in, like all the guys are gonna rip you, like, oh, dude, like, why you take off your shower? What are you gay or something? It's like, dude, like, you just you're asking me to take off my clothes, and then I'm the gay one. <laughs> like, it's like exactly. nothing wrong with being gay, but like if that's gonna be a shit talk, I mean, like yeah. uh, theoretically, it just makes no sense. Yeah, you're the one hanging dong right now, pal. Yeah, it's it, it's absolutely a separate. All right, we'll move on. Uh, Tom Brenneman. Tom Brenneman. Oh, uh, during the fuck, yeah, pro- probably my favorite story of, of the speak, fucking century. Speak, speaking of gay, Tom yeah. Tom Brenneman oh, during a Fox that's Sports. Two for two. That's I know. Two for two. Listen, these segments are coming hot and they're coming fast. <laughs> I, I'm looking for intros. During a Fox Sports Ohio broadcast, play-by-play announcer Tom Brenneman could be heard saying, quote-unquote, one of the FAG capitals of the world, I'll just say, one of the fag capitals of the world, quote-unquote, before then resuming his on-air duties. It is unknown what led to the remark or the context behind it, but here's where it gets funny. All right, this guy, when he came back, I don't know if he came back from break. It was right after he got caught on a hot mic. He came back from break, and he was apologizing had this very formal apologize. He started standing up right. He wheeled out the podium. was like, I apologize. I may not be uh, announcing again. And during that apology, Nick Castellanos hit an absolute dong shot, and he called it <laughs> mid-apology. He was like, I apologize for that. And it's a deep fly ball. So here's the question <laughs> I have to you. This is probably the best movie he could have done, right? Oh, no, I think it's the absolute worst movie he could have done. Really? Oh, yeah, because if he doesn't do it, he just kind of, I mean, listen, he's going to get in trouble, but now this is going to live on for a while because he, because he did the call in the middle of it. Now, with that said, absolute, uh, excluding what he said before, absolute professional. You know, it's like riding a bike for that guy. It, you know, he, if he sees a home run, he's going to call. It. Yeah, but I feel like this is the best thing you could have done, though. Because if it's like, okay, you do the formal apology, you, you loosen your job either way. 
but you want to take the most focus off of the fact of what you said. Like you want to take the most focus off of what you said that you can. And the best way to do it is a viral clip like that. Like nobody's talking about what Tom Brenneman said. They're talking about the, the viral video of him calling the home run during his apology. Well, we're talking about it right now. Exactly. We're yeah. the media. No, yeah, we are the we are fucking media. Um, now, did they ever confirm what city he was talking about? No, they did not. But if you could take a guess, what was? Uh, I mean, <laughs> it, it was San Francisco, right? Obviously, San Fran. It's got to be San Francisco. Someone, someone also tossed in uh, Kansas City, though. I don't know Kansas why they city. tossed Kansas City in. Is Kansas City like a closet city or something? I don't think so. I don't they know. know. I, that that's what I, that's what I was real shocked about. So I mean, it had to be uh, San Francisco, but he really laid into the f- yeah <laughs> the f. He really laid into the f and the f bomb, dude. You know what's weird is like you ever heard like an adult say like a um, like a, a derogatory slur? like they're not saying it in terms of you know they're not trying to be racist or say, well not racist but they're not trying to be um, homophobic when they say. Have you ever heard an adult drop the f word like hard? Well, here's the thing, though, is that, um, again, I'm not trying to. I feel like we have to be so fucking political. Right yeah, now. we don't have to give this claim. Yeah, what what the the fuck um, but I feel like they grew up with saying that shit. And so, like, if you if I if I say something for about 20 years of my life and then all of a sudden I can't say it anymore, you, you can't you can't fault me for dropping a couple every once in a while. Yeah, I'm fine with them. Fire. You have to fire them. Right? You, oh, of you, course. Have to. you have to fire them. Yeah. But like you hear like an old guy drop, uh, you know, uh, something like that. It's like it has a different impact. You're like, holy shit. Like this guy's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, I really felt that one. <laughs> I, fe- like, I felt yeah, like yeah. the 70s. I felt the yeah. 70s on that. Like the whole decade hit me in the face. It's like, oh, listen, we're all chilling out a few beers, pal. But relax, man. Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. It has a different oomph behind it. Yeah, he really laid in. He really laid in the F, in the F, in uh, in the F bomb. But now someone also, someone was telling me too, though, that he didn't say it on air. In that, it was like someone recorded it in the control room and then tweeted that out. Oh, you got to have you got. Listen, you can't What's say just, that. Just the ultimate snitch move. Yeah, you got to have you guys move. back in that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, mean I, I, I can't confirm if that's, you know, true or not. Well, but. given the context, it sounded like it was like a, you know, when guys, oh, that guy's such a, or whatever, like, and they yeah. don't really mean it. This, in this context, it sounds like, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's one of those type of things where I'm like, ah, like, that's probably, you got to go for that regardless. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't busting balls. He was talking about an entire city. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't, like, the way he, like, the just the way it's worded, obviously, I, I don't know. Listen, you can't have that being said on air or whatever. So I, yeah. I'm fine with him getting fired. But I do think it helped his cause. At least, like, it gave the network a little bit of time to think about what they were going to do because they were probably all laughing in the back room at his apology, and he also called the home run. So it's like, all right, we get some time to think about this. And then they're like, all right, guys, like, let's be realistic. We got to get this guy out of here. Like, right, right, right. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah, all-time moment. The mic is always hot, baby. The mic is always hot. You got to be ready. You got to be ready when you're on the mic. All right, speaking of uh, being on the mic, uh, that was a bad segment. Nah, I was trying to yeah. sh- shooting yourself in the leg. <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking, yeah, speaking of shooting yourself. Wow. That was pretty good. So you're going to shoot yourself in the foot. This is your guy, by the way, being a yeah. Giants fan. Plaxico Burris 
has resurfaced in the news. Yeah, Super Bowl shit. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. It happened. Plaxico Burris tweeted out that he created an OnlyFans account along with the caption, let's go, going to be a fun ride. Now, for those of you unaffiliated, uh, OnlyFans.com is a site, and they describe themselves as this, uh, as a site for content creators to, quote, uh, sign up and make money interacting with your fans, unquote. Essentially, it's just an amateur porn site. So people can sign up, they show their tits or whatever, and then you, you get money off it. Plaxico Burris is on the site. you got to vouch for your boy here. Oh, 100%. Wait, real quick. First, have you ever been to OnlyFans? No, no, I have not. No, either am I. I mean, we have Pornhub for a reason. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, I mean, listen, I'm clearly not going to buy it, but I stick by my boy all day. You know, listen, I'm sure I'm sure he wasn't the smartest with his money. I'm sure he owes a lot of back taxes. Show a little dong if you have to. Make a few bucks. But do you think that Plaxico Burt, like, just given his caption – "Quote unquote, let's go." Gonna be a fun ride. Do you think he knows what OnlyFans is? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I think a fun ride means he's going to get his car washed. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. He's going to go have sex on OnlyFans for five ninety nine. Here's the question: If it was as, as socially acceptable as it was for women to do it, would you do it? Um, it would have to be a lot of money. It would have to be a lot. Yeah, guarantee money. What if it was just one guy? from like Ohio that was just giving you like, just like pounds of cash to do it. Would you do it? I'm saying like a grand, I'm saying 500 a week. Oh, 500 a week. No, for way. a couple of picks. If it's just one guy. No way. Absolutely not. 500 a week. Just you some, to, no, well, let me I would have to be putting a bell of thorn numbers. I'd have to be getting like a million dollars a month to justify it. Oh, yeah. You, you got to have life-changing money. $500 a week. I could go work a fucking job for $500 a week. Well, here's the thing I'm questioning about these chicks that are on OnlyFans or whatever. It's like, are they like, how much are they pulling in a week? Like, realistically. Elle Thorne just brought in two, uh, $2 million in a month. Now, granted, she she's a celebrity, and she's a freak, so people are going to pay that. And you probably get like the initial like um, bump just as, as soon as you release it. You probably get a lot more people saying, all right, I got to go check this out. But yeah. see, that's that's where I think Plexico is gonna fall into a little bit of trouble. Uh, outside, like think about his demographic. It's only dudes who know who he is. How many chicks know yeah. who fucking Plexico Burris is? It's not like The Rock making an OnlyFans. It's like a like a, like a like a number one receiver for three years during like the late two thousands. It's like only guys gonna like this. The fact that we're talking about this is because it's Plaxico Burris and we know him from the like, the, like you know the late two thousands as a wide receiver. We don't know him as like a. I don't know, man. Yeah, like that, where's the appeal there? Now, I would, I would uh, subscribe to him if he did promise to like shoot himself live in the foot. Uh, okay, I, I can see that. I would, I would subscribe to that. But I think I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think Plaxico Burris thinks it's like TikTok. I can see that. Like I said, Plax probably isn't the best with his money. Probably needs a little spare cash. Uh, so you know, he's he's got a flash little dong. That, but I, I don't think he knows what he's getting into. I think he's just going to start posting stuff like it's Twitter or something and then realizing that no one, like, no one's following him. And then he's going to be like, what the hell is this? Is then, like, his buddy's going to be like, dude, like, they're going to, like, pull him aside. It's like that thing where, like, your buddy's so rich and he's, like, the richest guy in the friend group, so, like, no one really wants to tell him what to do. But then after a certain po- number of posts, he's going to be like, all right, dude, hey, listen, like, uh, we're going to tell you something. Like, for your own good. Yo, I w- – the funniest sports story of the year 
out, outside of Tom Brennan would be if Plaxico Burris started in OnlyFans and then started doing TikTok dances like like a sixteen year old girl. Oh yeah, and he <laughs> thought it was like TikTok. That that's what I think it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, that's a fantastic point. Should man. we pay for the Plaxico Burris? Nah, I don't want to run into barrels because if that's a situation that if we're wrong. Then we're gonna be wrong. And oh yeah, yeah. we're gonna see some dick if we're wrong. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be like you know, I don't want that on my web search history. We should go convince the guy at the uh, at the gym that stays twenty four hours to start an OnlyFans. Yeah, that guy, he'd be down. He's, he's already hanging dong. He doesn't give a fuck. Might he's already he's already doing it. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> it's like twenty four ninety nine to watch me shave naked. Yeah, I mean, listen, I got it. For, I got it for uh, five. Uh, what was it nine ninety nine? Because that's like the the uh, the monthly fee. <laughs> <of the fitness. laughs> yeah. right. Well, uh, speaking man. of ripoffs, I like this segment. Kurt Schilling. Anyway, so this isn't like a big story, but Kurt Schilling and Steve Bannon. Like, I think we're going to be Kurt Schilling, and Steve Bannon guys uh, until the end of time, basically. So, and we have a story that includes both of them. So, how are we going to leave this off the docket? All right, former Major League pitcher Kurt Schilling is among the prominent conservatives on the advisory board for the online fundraising group We Build the Wall, quote-unquote. That was alleged to have defrauded thousands of donors who gathered funds to uh, construct Donald Trump's border wall. He, along with Steve Bannon, were accused of skimming donations from the organization, which had raised over $25 million. What do you got on Kurt? So here's where it is, though. First of all, this is an absolutely, completely a Kurt Schilling move. Oh, I think, yeah. I mean, without a doubt. But the money that they were skimming was like, it was like a few hundred thousand dollars out of twenty-five million. So I mean, it, it sounds bad, but it's I don't think it's really that bad. One, Steve Bannon doesn't need that money. Kurt Schilling definitely does because he's still trying to pay back the state of Rhode Island. But I, I don't know. I, I think these kind of just like. No pun intended. I think these are trumped up charges. Well, I think the biggest question here is like, like you said, Steve Bannon's not skimming that money. It's Kurt Schilling skimming that money. And the big question becomes, what is Kurt Schilling skimming that money for? Oh, you already know. It's another video game. You think he's? You think he's starting another company like uh, on the edge? <laughs> Listen, you don't. You don't. You don't win a World Series, be a World Series game winning pitcher without having that competitive edge. Once you fail at making a video game once, that man wants to make another fucking video game. Well, here's the thing. If you're Kurt Schill, like if you're the U.S. government and this is like a federal uh, offense, you got, listen, if you're giving money to Kurt Schilling, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust Kurt Schilling running a fucking like lemonade stand at this point. If you're like, if you're giving Kurt Schilling money, it's gone. Like, you have to just, like, be fine with that. You can't be, like, saying I got defrauded or something. You gave your money to Kurt Schilling. What do you think's going to happen? Yeah, shame on you guys. Fucking Kurt Schilling. Wildest fact about Kurt Schilling, do you know oh. where he's born? No, go for it. Anchorage, Alaska. There you go. That's that's all you need to know about Kurt Schilling is he was born in Anchorage, Alaska, and he's skimming money off of fucking donations. Not not a lot of uh, economic experience in Anchorage. How the fuck? No. How the fuck do you become a major league pitcher from Anchorage? Who are you pitching to? Yeah, probably a few mooses or a moose. I don't know if that's a plural word, but uh, it, I mean, I know we're busting balls on Kurt Schilling. I'm actually a huge Kurt Schilling fan. Oh, absolutely, surprisingly, surprisingly, as a baseball fan. But like, I I wouldn't give him five dollars. No, no, no. 
Are you, you would turn around, go buy a six pack and give you a wedgie on the way out. I don't even think he'd buy a six pack. He'd invest it in like a, like a company that makes beer thinking that he could drink for free for the next five. And then that company would like go under. He's a dude. He's a lunatic. If you're giving money to fucking Kurt Schilling, then it's gone. All right, I don't want to hear like the boo-hoos, like cry me crocodile tears. You gave money to Kurt Schilling. Like you're the idiot here. No, it's like giving a fat kid chocolate cake and expecting him not to eat it. Yeah, I'd be like, all right, here's the chocolate cake. I just want some of it back. You're not getting it back. It's like putting a pie on a windowsill next to a fat kid. He's, he's gonna he's gonna it's gonna it's gonna go into his nose, he's gonna lift in the air, he's gonna eat the entire pie. Yeah, it's going to be all over his face when he gets caught, too. <laughs> I was picturing a fat kid from Matilda. That's that 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 is like, oh yeah, who's your all like who's your go-to fat kid when somebody brings up like, oh, it's going to be a fat like who's your go-to fat kid? Oh, man. For the sake of time, let's just say the fat kid from Matilda or the fat kid from uh, uh Hardball who looks exactly like Dylan Batanzas. I don't know who Dylan Batanzas is. He's a pitcher for the Mets. He's a pitcher for the Yankees. Oh, okay, okay. I, I always go with Thurman Merman. Oh, yeah. He's he's an all-time fat kid. That yeah. one, this, might, this is actually a good draft. Next one. Next all-time podcast. fat kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that Mike. right after our movie review. That's all right, cool. Yeah, Mikey from Recess. He's a cartoon fat kid. Oh, all-time fat Harold. Oh, uh, from Hey Arnold. Harold's such a fatty. All-time fat kid. All right, yeah, ne- next week we'll do all-time fat kids. We just discovered it on the pod. All-time fat kids is coming next week. And speaking of our uh, drafts or whatever, you want to get into the uh, most hated phrases draft? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, we had some arguments. So I think we're running a little bit long right now or whatever. So we'll go right into the most hated phrases draft. So these are phrases. Uh, we're gonna, we draft them as always or whatever. I think you're going to start this one. It's most hated phrases. So these are phrases that you hear constantly that you just disagree with. You think you're bullshit or you just hate hearing. So you're going to start off with number one. What do you got? Yeah. Number one, I'm coming out with an absolute banger. It's always, um, right before you go on break for Christmas past, uh, new year's and everybody in fucking office always hits you with the see you next year. Oh, that makes me fucking cringe, dude. The worst. Makes me cringe. Because, like, that's the thing that the people say that aren't funny. But, like, that's their humorous. You you know what's another thing when when people, like, aren't funny? You know what another thing they do is they uh, quote movies. And then when everybody laughs at the quote, like, that's their version of being funny. Oh, they killed it. They killed it at the water cooler because they, you know, quoted fucking Anchorman. Yeah, it's like, it's like, dude, like anybody can quote a movie or whatever. It's like, we've all seen the movie, but everyone's like laughing because like, oh, we've all seen it. It's a communal laugh or whatever. It's like, you're not funny. You're just like quoting something that was already funny and then you're taking credit for it. I'm sorry. I just fucking hate those people. Oh, see you next year. Yeah, see you next year. <laughs> all right, so my number one is going to be um, one of my most hated phrases of all time. Drunk words are sober thoughts. This fucking bothers me. Drunk words are not so bad. That's what people say, like, when you say something that they want to hear when you're drunk. And they're like, oh, well, you said it when you're drunk. You know, drunk words are so bad. Dude, the, I have never looked back on something I said drunk and been like, oh, yeah, believe that. I feel like only alcoholics really think that. Like, yeah. I feel like when, I, when I'm hammered, I think, like, spaghetti and peanut butter go good together. 
But when you're sober, you don't fucking think that. Yeah, absolutely not. Or it's like, oh, like I, I slept outside last night. That was a smart move because if I was sober, that's what I wanted to do. So like, give me a fucking break, dude. No, yeah, that's strictly for alcoholics who like want to seem like they're like, uh, like intelligent. They're like, it's, oh, you know, there's, you know, my drunk words are just my sober thoughts. Get the it, fuck out of here. You would have done this if you were twelve deep. Yeah, uh, you would have done that. Like you wanted to do this earlier before you were twelve deep. It's like, ah, yeah, give me a break, dude. No, nah, yeah, no. Nah. That's a good one. I like that one. Actually, speaking of that, I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to go in a quick ad read real quick. It's going to be an uh, obnoxious ad read right in the middle. Uh, But here we go. Hear ye, hear ye. It is Joey Boats, a.k.a. Joey Bags, a.k.a. the Human Backdoor Cover, a.k.a. the Gas Pump, coming to you live from the Flawed Logic Podcast to do an ad read for Anchor. Anchor.fm. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Okay. One, it is free. Okay. Two, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer, whether that be Android or iPhone. Anchor will distribute your podcast to you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money off your podcast, by the way. Bada bing, bada boom, with no minimum listenership. Listenership. Nailed that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. That's numero uno, one place. Uno, dos, tres, cinco. I nailed that one. Catorce. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started right now. All right, so here's the deal. We're back from the ad read that may not have been an ad read. We may just put it at the start of this, but we don't really give a fuck. We're going to go right back into it. Uh, but if you did the, the ad read, listen to it, follow it, do what you got to do. All right, Walsh. We have advertisers? We got ad reads now, dude. Nice. Look at we're that. Fucking, we're up. fucking official. I might need another vacation. I know, right, dude? If we, if we fucking do some uh, good numbers on this ad read or whatever, we can get another one. We earned ourselves a second vacation in six weeks. Oh, man, it's like PGA 2K1 or 21. All right, uh, so my number two uh, is the phrase... Well, that's what I mean. Now, hear me out. Anytime you get into an argument with somebody and you beat them in the argument, they drop, well, well, that's what I mean. That's what I was saying. That drives me nuts. It's like, no, you you just said the complete fucking opposite. And then you're trying to fucking squeeze that in the end. No, get the fuck out of here, dude. You were wrong. Just admit you were wrong. And let's move on. Dude, a branch on that tree is when somebody just, it's just bad radio, but when these goes. <laughs> And they just like like give that deep exhale, laugh and shake their head. They they have nothing else to say. Uh, At least when they do that, it's like okay, you're kind of conceding. But like I'm a big argument guy. If you don't fully concede, it bothers me. Oh, me too. It drives me nuts. Like if I won the argument, I want like I'm not going to get full satisfaction because you never do. It's just never the case. But I want you to at least concede that hey, maybe. Maybe you made some good points. No, absolutely. Be like, oh, you know, I didn't think about it that way. I drop that all the time. Like, if I just want to stop arguing with somebody, I, or or if they're really pissing me off, I just go, "Fuck it, you're right. I don't give a fuck anymore. You're right." That's a good way to do it because you're technically not giving them the win whatsoever. No, it's a little jab. So that yeah, would, that's my number two. That would piss me the fuck. All right, so that's your number two. My uh, number two is going to be, um, dude, it's going to ruin the original. 
Like anytime you talk about a movie or something like, oh, do you hear they're uh, coming out with Avatar 2 or they're coming out with a certain movie too? They're always like, oh, it's going to ruin the original. When has the second movie ever ruined the original? What are you talking about? No, absolutely. Well, uh, sequels have ruined it. You don't really see it as much now with like comic book movies because it's like a huge storyline. But there's definitely like they're trying. They're thinking about making Wedding Crashers too. Now I don't think it's going to ruin the original, but I don't think it's going to be good. Or like for example, Super Troopers. Super Troopers two is awful. But, but did Super it, Troopers like, is hilarious. When you go back and you watch Super Troopers one, are you like, ah, oh, this stinks because of the second one? Ah, <laughs> no, that, no, that's a good. Point. Like, that's yeah, what no, I'm that saying. Is. Like, it's like, it's still super troopers. It's dude. the best example is one of my, uh, I would say favorite comedy of all time is dumb and dumber. They've made like three sequels of that. They all stink horrible, like not even worthy of being on screen, but it's like, it doesn't ruin dumb and dumber for me. It's like, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to make a sequel, make a sequel. I know it's going to suck. I go into it knowing it's going to suck. I'll give you my money, but I'm not going to say it ruined the original. You know what I'm saying? No, Absolutely. You know what one movie that, I mean, they pumped out way too many of them, but The Hangovers. I, I thought The Hangovers is like consistently delivered. Did you ever see the second one? Oh, well, what, obviously. They're in Thailand? I, yeah, I, I remember seeing the second one, and I remember there was like a scene where he like fucked a transvestite, and I was like, all right, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, yeah, I, yeah, I got you. It's, it's, the first one was definitely the best, um, but yeah, it, it wasn't ruined by the, uh, the other, the other ones. Did you ever watch uh, Breaking Bad? Yeah. Okay. Did you see like the the El Camino on uh, Netflix? No, I haven't watched it yet. No. Yeah, dude. It was like, it was nothing. It was just like an extended episode. But that's all I was expecting. I was expecting to get my dick blown off by some like hour long. Every episode's an hour long. It's all. all so- it's just Jesse Pinkman, right? Yeah, it's just Jesse Pick. It's it's like an extension of the series, just so you can kind of get closure with Jesse or whatever. But like people are acting like, oh, dude, like this movie's gonna be sick. I'm like, dude, dude, they're making a uh, Saints of New Saints of New Work. It's a uh, an extension of The Sopranos. It's gonna gonna be a prequel to The Sopranos. Oh, so they have uh, James Galdafini's um, son is playing uh, uh, Tony Soprano. Yeah, and listen, The Sopranos is probably my favorite series of all time outside of The Office. But like, dude, like I'm not. I'm just going into it being like, this is just more Sopranos material I can consume. I'm not going in being like, oh, this better do it justice. You know, it's just like you're getting in. It's like getting a cherry on top of a fucking like uh, ice cream. It's like, that's all you're getting. No, I agree. I I like that. That's a good number too. Um, So for my number three, I don't know if anyone even says this anymore. And if we have anybody that actually listens to this podcast that's below the age, like 20, but just the phrase YOLO. Okay. Do, pe- do people still say YOLO or not? I don't know, dude. I'm like, I- I'm on the internet. I'm on the internet more than you. I mean, you're fucking, oh, you're off the grid, but like. Oh, yeah. I'm a pen and paper guy. I don't think it's as used. See, here's the thing with the internet now. It's like, there's something that's like, um, like topical. I'll use, for example, Karen. Everybody calls somebody like, like Karen's a big thing now. Like if somebody's yeah. being like, you know, like being overly white and uh, bitchy, it's like, oh, that person's a Karen. It's a Karen. Yeah. That'll yeah. be gone in like a month. That's the new YOLO, basically. Yeah, exactly. It's like, remember back in the, like, I say back in the day, like five, I was like eight years ago. Remember like 
uh, kids our age would remember like there are certain YouTube videos. There's like the um, remember like the Lax Bro YouTube video. No, you don't remember like the kid that was a Lax Bro. Do you remember like the like not now chief in the fucking zone? Remember that YouTube video? Oh yeah, I'm in the fucking zone. Not now, chief. Like oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like there were there were videos like that, right? That when we were kids, like it was like that was a it was like just a, uploaded by some no name kid. You don't know the name of them, and it was popular for like years. It was like oh yeah. oh, oh you got to check out this video for years. Now if a viral video comes out, you're popular for fucking sixty maybe maybe eight hours. It's literally, yeah, it's literally 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, and that's kind of what it is with, like, I, I feel like YOLO kind of, YOLO had had a little bit of staying power, stayed around for a little bit. But if YOLO came out when we were, like, you know, younger or whatever, like that, that would have been, like, a big thing. Well, listen, I'm glad it's dead, though. Cause I oh, yeah, it's dead. It's gone. Yeah. All right, so that was my number three. Uh, that was your number three. All right, my number three is going to be, and I, you know, I'm going to categorize this with any sort of, as somebody who's done the research, there's no hangover here. But the one that bothers me the most is got to eat a greasy breakfast. Like anytime you wake up uh, hungover, it's like, oh, you got to eat a greasy breakfast. It's like, okay, so let me get this straight. I feel like absolute shit. So what you're suggesting right now is to go to fucking like Burger King. Like, what are you talking about, dude? No, that's fucking absolutely disgusting. Yeah, no. Like, why would you eat more shit when you already feel like shit? If you're hungover, has anything ever helped except for sleep and time? Oh, uh, yeah, Pedialyte. Pedialyte? See, I don't even think that, like, I, it, it definitely helps. Don't get me wrong. It doesn't make me feel better. Like, I don't drink a Pedialyte. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm ready to go. Oh, yeah. I've, I've had many of uh, 6 a.m. workouts where I had a pound Pedialyte beforehand, which I immediately threw up as soon as I fucking ran one sprint. But yeah, so did it, it do anything? Oh, yeah, it helps. But I'm still, I was going to throw up regardless. The only, like, textbook hangover cure, and I don't suggest this, is just to keep this hair of the dog. It's the only thing you can actually oh, do yeah. that's going to actually keep you going. You know what I'm saying? Of course. It's, it's not a great long-term plan, but it's a hell of a short-term no, plan. No, it's a hell of a short-term plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell, of, hell of a quick fix. It's like the uh, – I, I keep thinking of that slap at that um, infomercial, like, uh, the seal. The guy just slaps it on the fucking the side of the guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah an in-ground pull. He's like, you got a problem? He just slaps it on the side. He's like, yep, that's hair of the dog. Yeah, yeah. Worst hangover of your life, slap it, another beer. And I need that guy slapping it too. Just bang right oh, on the side. Like, oh, yeah, you're good. You're good. All right. So what's your uh, number four? Uh, my number four is the phrase right side of history. I fucking hate that phrase. Ooh, I say that so, a ton. Oh, it's so fucking annoying because one, there's no such thing as the right side of history. History is written by the winners. It's just what people will say to try to guilt trip you into joining their side. That's actually brilliant. I didn't even think of it that way. I say right side. I, I'm like I always say I don't want to be on the wrong side. That's why I'll, I'll say it like this. I don't want to be on the wrong side of history. That's what I always say. No, exactly. But even that, you're mil- you're admitting guilt. You're being on the wrong side. Exactly. Of history. And so you got to be on their side. That is true. It's all, tri- it's all tribalism. It's all tribalism. It's just like, like listen. I I understand the coronavirus, whatever. But I don't want to be on the wrong side of history. I say that all the time. No, listen. History is written by the winners. Yeah, you're kind of guilting people into agree. Yeah, you're right. 
that's yeah. So yeah, that's my number four. Fuck it's that. It's an effective you. argument. It's an effective argument. Uh, argumentative tool, though. I will say that. Hmm. Doesn't work on me though. Okay. Take that right. shit and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair enough. All right, so I'm gonna go with my number four. It's gonna be uh, when people. It's when people try to claim that they're street smart. Where they're like, oh, like I'm street smart. If if you're somebody like I'm not saying that people aren't street smart or people are street smart. What I'm saying is the people that consistently claim that they're street smart, you just sucked at school. I do this all the time. I'm so guilty. Yeah, of this. yeah. It just it just means you sucked at school. It doesn't mean you're like you're any smart. Like on the street. Like what do you mean street smart? Like were you hanging out with like Tony Soprano, like fucking dealing with, like fucking <laughs> units or something? Like what does that even mean? Well, it's like the people in school. They're like. I'm not dumb. I'm just bad at tests. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's like, the, the, okay. the, the, the part where they test you on the information that you learned everything. Yeah. You suck at that. No, you're just dumb. And as I said, I'm not saying that if you, I'm not saying that people can't be street smart. I'm just saying the people that say they're street smart, people use that phrase. I know me not straight. It's the same thing with like the, the chicks that are like, I just know my value. Like you got to start knowing your value. If you say that you probably don't have much value. I feel like that's a Steve Harvey line. What? Know your value. What I said? Oh, just the, just the general thing. Just yeah, in general. Like, there, there's well, no basis to that. There's no. I have no like point to it. I just feel like Steve Harvey would say that. He's catering to the housewives that are like cleaning like the living room at 10 a.m. in the morning. Where he's with like, you're gl- better than with a glass of Chardonnay. Like you need like same with, like Doctor Phil. It's like anytime any anytime anybody uh, Doctor Phil has somebody on, it's always the guy's fault, and he's like, you need, and it's always a very simple solution. And Doctor Phil provides no solution, but like he'll send them on like a va- he's like you need to stop beating your wife, and he'll mm-hmm. just he'll just send them on like a like a vacation, and it's like you didn't solve shit, dude. Nah. Yeah. All right, so good number four. All right, we'll wrap this up because we're running close to an hour now. Um, Number five, this is more like an office one, but when people like end an email and thanks in advance, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't know if I'm going to do that or not. Like, don't don't just assume I'm going to do it and hit me with the thanks in advance. How fucking cocky are you? That is actually, I kind of love that move. It's it's the same thing. What did you say? Like two, um two ones uh before uh yolo <laughs> no 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 uh well that's what i mean yeah it's it's like you no 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 the other one the other one after that like you you're kind of like uh expecting like you're kind of no it was what uh it was your um the right one side of said, history right side of history like you're kind of guilting them into doing it if you say thanks in advance it's like all right this already happened now i'm guilting you into doing it no, exactly. I I can't stand when people do that. Yeah, the other another one like that is um, it's uh, please advise. That's another great uh email. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah please no, advise. Yeah. I if I if I'm pissed off, I'll slap out a please advise. I will say though, the ending of an email is very difficult to uh to you know write out depending on what you're requesting. It's like the end of the email is like, you know, it's tough to get your you know, to get your requests across in a polite manner while still being authoritative. It's like very difficult to get that across. I think please advise is like, if everybody does it, then it's like, okay, we got it. But like, if you're the please yeah. advise guy when nobody else does it in the office, then you're in trouble. No. Yeah. I, I, I drop it when I, when I have to, it's, it's like a nuke. 
Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, you have to do it. All right, so my number five, uh, my last one is going to be the happy wife, happy life, guys. It's like the same guys. That's like if you ask, like if you're hanging with your buddy who's just like recently married, it's like, oh, dude, can you do this? It's like, gotta ask the boss. It's like, what are you talking? Like, listen, I understand that like being married is like you got to coordinate with your wife. You got to do something. You don't have to chop your dick off, dude. Sorry, I was chewing on a piece of fruit. <laughs> no, right. yeah, I agree. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, it's I like, agree. It, it, it's, yeah. Sorry. It's just one of those phrases, I don't know, people are just like, um, like you said, that, you know, they just, they don't want to get in trouble. They don't want to, you know, they don't want the leash to get any tighter, so they just drop one of those lines. Yeah, but I feel like that's an uneven relationship. If you're the guy that, like, just is too afraid to argue with your wife, it's like, man, that's probably why I'm single. But, I mean, it's like, it's yeah. one of those things, like, are you that big of a pussy? Like, you can't put your foot down once? I'm not saying you have to be, like, an asshole. But it's like, it, that is clearly, like, objectively not an even relationship. Gotta go ask the boss. What are you fucking talking about, dude? Well, I actually... It, flip like flip it around one of my favorite phrases to say to like my married like friends is the point to their ring finger but like if you got got to check in with headquarters oh god that's uh, another I, one though. I, actually I, that was not as bad that was not as bad well because the people don't really say that it's just me making fun of them like because they got to check in but at least that's an easier way that, that you can at least keep your dick if you say that yeah the happy wife, happy life. It's like, oh god, dude, like, you all right? Like, is everything going all right? It's like, yeah, everything's fine. Like, they look like they're having an aneurysm and they're talking about it. It's like, Jesus Christ. All right, I think that's uh, that wraps us up. Yeah, you got to get back to your your stuff right now. Listen, we still don't have a uh, good way to end this, so we're just gonna end it like this. All right. Cool. Thanks for listening to the, uh, the Flawed Logic podcast. If you guys want to learn more, you guys go to uh, brandedsports.com. That is the brandedsports.com. They're fucking fantastic. And Walsh, you got anything left to say? No, just subscribe and um, enjoy the weekend. Easy way to do it. All right, take it easy.